0: Our scripture reading today comes from 1 Thessalonians 1, 1-10. This is from Paul, Silas, and Timothy. We are writing to the church in Thessalonica, to you who belong to God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. May God give you grace and peace. The faith of the Thessalonian believers. We always thank God for all of you and pray for you constantly. As we pray to our God and Father about you, we think of your faithful work, your loving deeds, and their enduring hope that you have because of our Lord Jesus Christ. We know, dear brothers and sisters, that God loves you and has chosen you to be His own people. For when we brought you the good news, it was not only with words, but also with power, for the Holy Spirit gave you full assurance that what we said was true. And you know of our concern for you with, from the way we lived when we were with you, so you received the message with joy from the Holy Spirit, in spite of the severe suffering it brought you. In this way, you imitated both us and the Lord. As a result, you have become an example to all the believers in Greece. throughout Macedonia and Achaia. And now the word of the Lord is ringing out from you to people everywhere, even beyond Macedonia and Achaia. For wherever we go, we find people telling us about your faith in God. We don't need to tell them about it, for they keep talking about the wonderful welcome you gave us and how you turned away from idols to serve the living and true God. And they speak of how you are looking forward to the coming of God's Son from heaven, Jesus, whom God raised from the dead. He is the one who has rescued us from the terrors of the coming judgment. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
1: In the winter of 2015, uh, our pastors Aaron and Sharon McCarter invited Daniel and I over to talk at their house, um, which is never a good sign, right, when someone invites you over to their house to talk but then doesn't tell you what it's about. Uh, We assumed something horrible or they were moving or someone was sick or something like that. But instead, uh, we went to their house and they asked us to consider planting a church. Um, If you've heard this story before, then you know that my response was, that I choked on my drink and I said uh, what my dad calls a bowling word Um, Daniel's response was that he just shook his head no for hours afterward like just only shook his head no like you would say are are you hungry and he would say yes but like Be shaking his head no. Uh, Quickly, I I realized that they were serious; that they were legitimately asking us if we wanted to plant a church. And um, what should have probably been quicker, I realized that cursing might not be the best way to accept someone's invitation to become a pastor. But we we promised to pray about it. We left their house. We promised that we would pray. They were our pastors and friends, and we trusted them. Um, And then we got in the car, and Daniel and I looked at each other, and we promise that we would never ever 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 plant a church Uh, and then uh, a few days later it was still kind of ruminating and so we met with Johnny Williams and uh, we asked him to come over that we had something to talk to him about and so we uh, told him this idea we threw the idea out there that that we were considering doing a multi-site of the Maribel Vineyard and the wildest thing happened um, and that's that he didn't think we were crazy he did not think planting a church would be absolutely bananas Uh, in fact he got really excited about it. And um, so we did that a few other times with a few other friends, some family. Um, we sat down with people that we loved and trusted and said, What do you think? Do you think this is nuts to plan a church? And almost unanimously, they said, This is great, or absolutely, or they just got really excited about it. And then um, I heard a sermon that changed the course of my life. We had a guest speaker at the Maryville Vineyard, a guy named Adam, and um, I've told him more than once over the years that uh, he ruined my life with this sermon, but uh, I went to all the services at Maryville at the time was, I don't even know how many services, a lot. And I I think there were four and I went to all four of them and I sat at this sermon and uh, I just knew what the next right thing was. I just knew that God was inviting us to follow him into the wild and to plant a church. And so uh, when we went back to Aaron and Sharon, Daniel and I to say yes, I knew uh, only two things. There's so much I didn't know and was so unsure of, but I knew two things. Um, I knew that I was in, I had no idea what that meant, but but I knew it was true. And I knew that uh, Daniel and I felt like we didn't want to do it without Johnny. And uh, so when I said that part, I said, we got to bring this guy Johnny Williams on. Aaron said, I don't know who Johnny Williams is, but you should bring him. And I really think what he was saying in that moment is if you know anyone bonkers enough to join us in this crazy thing then you should bring them um and so we did. In the in the weeks that followed, I went on staff as at Maryville Vineyard as a multi-site planting pastor. I don't even know what my job description or job role was, but I went on staff. And then we started meeting with people. We met with loads of people. Uh, Daniel and I we sat in a my, our living room with our best friends in the world, and we told them we were planting a church. And they said, "Great, we're in. How can we help?" And then at the time, uh, Johnny and Daniel and I were leading a college Bible study, and um, some of you were in it. And we sat with a group of college kids, and we told them we were planning a church, and they said, great, uh, I'm in. How can I help? And then I spoke at Maryville Vineyard one Sunday, and I told the news, Aaron and I made this big announcement and said what was happening, and some of you were in that service, and um, and you came up to me after the service, and you said, great, I'm in, how can we help? And and then we met with other churches in our town, and uh, they said, this is awesome, how can we help you? And, and they did, BCC um, was moving out of the middle school where we meet now, and they literally gave us their stuff, like. I think we paid them $200 or something for a screen, and then they gave, us, they gave us a trailer. They gave us the carts that we move in and out. They gave us TVs and projector. I mean, they gave us their stuff. It, it was unbelievable. Um, and then a group of us started to meet. We started meeting and we started dividing up jobs, and, and we threw a party every single month. It was awesome. Uh, Vineyard Springbrook, I like to say this, Vineyard Springbrook was formed on a cuss word, a whole lot of parties, and a big move of the Holy Spirit. If you've been with us very long, that probably checks out. Um, But on October 18th, 2015, we launched Vineyard Springbrook. Uh, I had no idea what we were in for. None of us did. Um, But here we are today, five years later. Still at the middle school—that's a little surprising. Um, We—we're five years later. We've—we've we've lost people. We've added people who uh, have felt like a puzzle piece that we um, have finally found. We've built a staff, people I love so deeply, who it is like the honor of my life that I get to work with. Uh, we started to find our rhythms and our groove. Uh, we're weathering a pandemic, sometimes even gracefully, and and we're we're doing this. We've we've been doing this. And I'm so proud of our church. I'm proud of who we are and I'm proud of who we're becoming. I'm proud of the ways we have handled fierce winds and wild storms, how we've tried to do those with wisdom and kindness and courage. I'm proud of the ways that we learn together and how we show up for one another. I'm proud of us for finding ways uh, all over our own lives to join God in the renewal of all things. I'm proud of for staying weird. I'm proud of us for staying a safe place to show up just how you are. I am so proud of this church, and I am so proud to be part of it. Uh, and so we're setting aside today on purpose to celebrate this place and to celebrate the one who formed it, the one who forms us, the one who holds us, and the one who has not and will not let us go. Uh, to celebrate where we've been and to celebrate who we are and where we are and to celebrate where we're going. Uh, Years ago, I read this great thing written by a Jewish rabbi, and he says that in the Bible, when you look at the Jewish scriptures, so the Old Testament, um, that the word celebration and and the practice of celebration was not a passive thing um, in the Hebrew scriptures, that um, really celebration, the Hebrew people, they dared to actively and expressively celebrate the faithfulness of their God, that celebration is this active, active thing. And so this rabbi, when he spoke about celebration, he used the word, confrontation I love that it's this active word confrontation and so Vineyard Springbrook, I, whether you've been with us uh, for five years or five minutes, um, or you're, you're you're just here uh, today, if you are here with us and our family, then you are family to us today. Uh, and so if you're here, it's my great hope this morning that we would be bold enough to experience the celebration, the confrontation of the holy, that we might dare to actively celebrate uh, the God who has been faithful, the God who has been faithful to us to us Uh, the God who has spent the last five years soaking us in grace and mercy and peace and hope he has been faithful and that is worth celebrating for five years, he has given us access uh, in our community and beyond. He's given us a front row seat at his work of rescue and renewal and restoration all over our city and beyond. Uh, we have seen him blow life into dead places. We have seen him heal and keep healing what has been long devastated. Uh, he has put beauty and gladness into our, her- our hearts uh, to cover hurt and ash. We have we have seen the captured set free with purpose and. Peace. Peace. We have seen him fill wombs with babies and hearts with hope and bellies with food. Um, It has not always been easy. It's been so much messier than I ever imagined, but he has not let us go. And so today we celebrate, we confront the work of the holy in this place and with our people um, every week. At the Vineyard, we have this practice, this rhythm uh, called Selah. It's this quiet and reflective pause. Uh, And so today, for that, uh, I want to read a blessing to our church that um, I wrote. I took our scripture today from 1 Thessalonians. We're getting ready to spend the next few weeks in 1 Thessalonians, and um, it felt like a perfect place to start today. And so I took that scripture. Um, Paul wrote uh, this letter to the church in Thessalonica, so it seemed like a good framework to use um a pastor to a church and so i took it in and wrote uh i used it to write to you if you think that's weird you can you can email me about it but um but yeah so i I wrote this letter to you and i just want to read it for our sale today so dear springbrook god's grace be with you and his full and confrontational peace when i think of you i thank god for you My prayers are full of celebrating and remembering you, your works of faith, your labors of love, your patience of hope as we follow Jesus together. As your pastor, the one thing that I want you to know, the hope I have for all of us, is that you might over and over and over again wake up to how deep and wide and high and long the love of the Father is for you. And not only does he love you, each and every single one of you, but he's also called you. He created you on purpose, for purpose. He has laid his hand on you for something so special in this world. As we have and continue to wake up to this idea together, something happens in us. Belonging. Worship. Purpose. Through you, The people of this church, word has gotten around of the deep hope and love and peace and purpose and rescue of the divine. You, Vineyard Springbrook, have touched the dirt and ground of this area, the places of this area, the people of this area. You have been a light on a hill, a beacon of hope for other churches, for teachers, for students, for conversations around race and justice, for prostitutes and for pastors. You've touched the lives of people in Haiti and Africa. You have fed people, clothed people, provided shelter and basic necessities. You have lavished love on others, pointing to the love of Jesus that is not moody or capricious but stands firm toward people. Your reach is much further and greater than you know, and we've done it together. When people speak of our church to me, they speak of love, of acceptance of a table that's long and wide, of a place that doesn't have the coolest stuff or always do things the right way, but a place where people truly believe that God is in the business of renewal and rescue, and they speak of a people who truly believe that they've been invited to help in that. So in the next five years, let's do it more let's believe the wild story even more let's practice it more let's not quit let's not grow weary may we look back in five years with a confrontational delight and celebrate even more of the good things that he's filled us with and finally thank you for reminding me that there are still safe places in a wild world for reminding me that we may not have cool lights or fog machines and we might smell like middle school angst but places full of peace and hope and light in jesus still exist i love you i'm with you and here's to another five years let's pray father we thank you uh the god of all hope that you for five years have filled us with peace We thank you for uh, the faithfulness of our people, and we thank you for the faithfulness of the people who made all of it possible, for the love and work and hours and service that the staff at Maryville Vineyard and the people of Maryville Vineyard invested in us. We thank you uh, for churches like BCC and Church of the Redeemer and St. Brendan's and uh, these churches that have partnered with us and led us along the way and, and befriended us along the way. And I I thank you um, for the people who have shown up week after week, who have been in and out of our doors. We thank you um, for the lives that have been touched through our church. And so as your people, we um, commit to keep going. I pray that you would fill us with the wisdom and courage and kindness to keep going, to follow you in a deeper way, and to follow you into our city in a deeper way. In your name we pray. Amen.